twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about low-powered 900 megahertz two-way radios. We'll discuss how they operate, some of the features unique to these radios, and the advantages of using these types of radios compared to FRS, GMRS, and some analog business radios. We'll also review the TriSquare TSX300 2VP two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. Okay, well, we cover... FRS, GMRS, MERS, CB, Marine Band, and other types of radios. There's another type of two-way radio that we haven't really talked about yet, but definitely has its own niche in the world of wireless communications, and these are the low-powered 900 megahertz radios. What's the scoop on these 900 megahertz radios? Okay, there's not a lot of models in this category. And the, the category I'm talking about is uh, radios using the 900 megahertz frequencies and using uh, what's called frequency hopping spread spectrum technology, FHSS. Um, with this technology, basically the radios just jump from one frequency to another. They're not constantly set on a single frequency like typical radios that we would be talking about on this show. The biggest advantage of two-way radios using this technology is um, they can be used by individuals or businesses completely unlicensed by the FCC. So you don't have to worry about any license, and uh, they're also typically very eavesdrop resistant. So you don't have to worry about someone with the police scanner overhearing your conversations. I'm not going to say they're eavesdrop proof, but they're much more so than typical two-way radios. And anybody can use these radios, right? There's no age restrictions uh, on the radios, no license requirement, no restrictions at all. Anyone in the United States can use these radios. Like I was saying earlier, these, these radios operate on a set of frequencies that have been set aside in the 900 megahertz band. This is the ISM band. It's defined by the FCC. That's Industrial, Scientific, and Medical Band. The same radio band is used by uh, other devices like I don't know, microwave ovens, medical equipment, um, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cordless phones. Uh, I believe cell phones also use uh, this frequency range. But none of the low-powered devices in this ISM band require license to operate. So that's one of the reasons why the radios that we're about to talk about are completely license-free. Um, with a lot of these devices, there's potential for interference. And with the interference and the unlicensed uh, use, you have no one to complain to if you're using one of these license-free devices and you receive interference, the FCC is not going to do a whole lot for you. 
you have some problems. We haven't heard with the, the radios that we're going to talk about. We haven't heard of interference from the outside. Yeah, it's usually and not an issue. It's usually not. And with the way they hop from one frequency to another, um, I would think there'd be less potential for interference than standard UHF, VHF two-way radios. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about frequency hopping and the way this works. Um, basically, there are a set of the very specific frequencies that have been set aside for use by these radios. And these radios don't use channels the way a normal radio would use them, like where a channel equals a frequency. With the radios we're going to talk about today, a channel corresponds to an algorithm for the radio hopping from one frequency to another. So internal to the radio, if you're on channel one, that means I'm going to use algorithm one and there can be hundreds of thousands, millions of different combinations for jumping from one frequency to another. So what the radio is going to do with this algorithm is say, I'm going to stay on frequency one for a quarter of a second. Then I'm going to go to frequency five for half a second. And then I'm going to go to frequency two for a quarter of a second. And with the way that the algorithm makes it jump, you're going to get interference-free communication um, just it, like you, you were on a constant frequency. And these algorithms are pretty much, it's precognitive or, or it's, it's basically known between the two radios, the sending and the receiving radio, so that both sides of it know that sequence or that algorithm where where these signals are going to be sent. That's right. Like, for example, we're going to talk about the Tri-Square radios today, and they have proprietary technology that they call EXRS. And um, within these Tri-Square radios, all radios that have EXRS technology are going to know that channel 999 corresponds to a certain algorithm. And any other Tri-Square radio is going to be pre-configured the same way. So... Any radio that uses EXRS is going to be able to talk to another radio that uses EXRS. At this time, that's only TriSquare, but uh, in the future, you may see EXRS technology on other brands. Now, my understanding of uh, FHSS is that it was kind of initially designed uh, as a stealth technology for the military in some way. Or stealth communications. I don't know anything about that. I mean, that, that's what I've heard. I, I I can't say for sure, but that's what I've heard is that it, it I was have no recollection of that. Senator. Well, tri- I'm not allowed to actually, confirm or deny. Well, actually, TriSquare says it was initially it, it was a, a technology set up by you the military, I, and then they they took it and kind of uh, redeployed it in a way for their radios. You know, that wouldn't surprise me. That that uh, it's very innovative as far as eliminating eavesdropping and and people overhearing your conversation so i I could imagine that the military would would implement some type of frequency hopping technology uh now i don't i don't know a whole lot about that but that doesn't surprise me oh for all i know it might just be but (laughs) something tri-square put in there sound exciting but that uh it does sound exciting (laughs) it does good job using military stealth technology um Stealth technology. Maybe the word stealth refers to eavesdrop proof. I may have something to do with it, yeah. But the radios that use this type of technology also generally have 
digital features that are a lot more advanced than a typical UHF or VHF two-way radio. These radios usually have a, a very nice display, uh, contact list built in where you can um, actually save the name of the person that you're wanting to communicate with and have direct one-to-one conversations with a single person instead of only communicating over a group. Uh, you'll see caller ID. You'll see text messaging. Um, so these are very advanced features and even over-the-air cloning. So the, the, these are digital features and uh, they're, they're very nice. Now, the, the drawback is that these radios that use this technology are limited to one watt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you may not get quite as much range as you would with a typical UHF or VHF radio. You're going to see similar range to that with some of the, the higher-end Motorola models. Tri-square, you're, you're not going to get as much range as you would on a, um, like a higher-end Midland or, or Motorola GMRS radio. But um, for short-range communication, uh, they're good. Tri-square does say that that their radios are get as much range or a little bit more than a higher-end UHF radio. I can't vouch for that myself because I haven't tested them against one, so I couldn't say. They do say that uh, the range is pretty good, but um, I think it's like everything else. And we talked about range a lot in previous episode of the Two-Way Radio Show where we explained that their range isn't limited to just one factor. There are a number of factors that that determine range overall, and uh, a lot of companies make claims about uh, range that, um, that when it comes down to the wire, it's going to be your mileage may vary. Um, that, that's a good point, and I've actually heard some great things about the range of these radios in, um, like, say, tall office towers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard reports that tri-square radios work great from the top floor to the bottom floor of a 40-story building, and that's a scenario where with a, a UHF radio using 400 megahertz frequencies, you may have to have a repeater to get full coverage. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's probably due to the fact that the higher you go in the frequency range or the the spectrum, the better the signals are going to penetrate steel and concrete structures. So uh, like 100 to 100 to 200 megahertz VHF signals uh, are very poor at penetrating steel and concrete, but mm-hmm. they tend to travel further over land. UHF in the 400 megahertz range is better at penetrating steel and concrete 900 megahertz are going to be even better than those uhf frequencies so if you're in a building even a tall building the radios we're talking about here may work great for you whereas if you're trying to use them over uh, an area of flat land land, you may get poorer performance out of these types of radios and that's sort of in line with what we've heard from customers and from our own test uh, of these radios um, we can communicate with Tri-Squares around half a mile or so uh, around our office. And we may get a mile or over a mile with some higher-end GMRS radios. I guess we should talk more about some specific models. Yeah, let's do um, that. Motorola and Tri-Square, we mentioned earlier in the show here, that both of these manufacturers make radios that use this technology. Motorola 
produces business radios, uh, their DTR series, the DTR 410 and the DTR 550 are two models that use frequency hopping spread spectrum technology. They're fully digital radios and uh, these are high-end radios designed for use by businesses. Um, these are full-featured radios. They support contact list, very nice screen, group communication or individual communication, short text messaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the short message service or SMS, what people know is SMS. Yeah, caller ID. They're built to military specs, and they have batteries that will last uh, close to 15 hours. We're seeing more and more businesses going with these DTR series radios because they don't have to worry about the licensing. They're easy to use, and they deliver a lot of features. We're really, really impressed with these radios. No doubt. Um, There is some configuration involved with the DTR series, and it's difficult to do on the radio. Motorola provides free programming software, so you can connect these radios to a PC, set everything up exactly the way you want it, and then over-the-air clone your one radio that you program from your PC to all the other radios in your network. Which is a pretty neat feature. Uh, it is, and it makes programming it so much easier, and it opens up a lot of features that you typically wouldn't be able to use just by setting up the radio on the screen. Well, it probably makes it a lot faster, too. I mean, if you can do it over the air, potentially you could do all those radios all at once. Yeah, and using the programming software on the PC, it's, it's fairly user-friendly. It's not overly complicated, um, and it's easy to see exactly what your setup is on a computer screen. Now, if you do that, you do need to purchase a programming cable, but that's just a fraction of a cost of a radio, right. so um, it's, it's definitely worthwhile. TriSquare is the other manufacturer we've mentioned. They, they are going the other direction and producing radios that are targeted more toward consumer use. The TSX300 is by far their best seller. That's the full-featured high-end radio. They have sort of a lower-end TSX100 that... Um, supports a subset of the the functionality not as nice of a screen it operates more like a traditional two-way radio but Mm -hmm. it's still compatible with the higher end 300 and uses the digital and exrs technology we'll be reviewing the uh, tsx 300 uh, coming up here as well so get more in depth with that right this is a good radio for lots of features i can't tell you how impressive the feature list on this radio is if you you read through the list of what this thing supports and you look at the price you're 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 going to think what's the catch and really the the drawback that we have is is compatibility is this is not going to operate along with other gmrs frs radios so if you already have certain radios the tri squares are not going to be compatible with it you can only talk to other tri squares um, and the power. If you're using them over land, you may have some range issues. If you're using them in and around a house or an office building, or if you need, I would say, half a mile of range or less, you'd be very, very happy with these radios. The, the voice clarity is very good as well. Now, their version of the uh, FHSS technology is, is their own proprietary version, which is uh, likely a reason why 
people are thinking, well, if, if all these radios are using the same technology, can't they talk to each other? The Motorola is to the tri-squares and vice versa, and that's, that's not really the case. Yeah, that's a good question. They, and they use their own version of it. Exactly. The algorithms that we talked about earlier, there's so many possible algorithms that you're not going to be able to talk from one manufacturer to another unless they're licensing the same type of of technology. A Motorola that uses a frequency hopping spread spectrum will not talk to a TriSquare. Now, TriSquare is using a technique that combines digital technology with narrowband FM modulation. Well, now, their frequency hopping allows for a lot of potential channels here. I mean, they, they're, yeah, they're, they're really large on their, their packaging. You'll see it supports billions of channels. Billions and billions of channels. Yes. Billions of channels. They, you know, a uh, Motorola GMRS radio, you're going to get 22 channels. Uh, the TriSquare, a billion channels. <laughs> Which makes so, it a great, actually, it makes it a great advantage uh, in, in using those because I can see where people would say, you know what, I don't want my own private channel for my radios. Nobody's going to mess with you. You have billions of them to choose from, potentially. So the chances of crossing over on someone else's channel are pretty pretty slim oh yeah i mean instead of you know choosing with with a channel privacy code combination with a, a conventional radio you have know, a couple of thousand possibilities but you're still mm-hmm. not eliminating um eavesdropping because someone can turn privacy off and and hear everything that you're saying but with the tri-square and uh, billions of channels. You you can randomly pick some channel in the in the range of one to a billion. No one else is going to pick the same number as you. Plus, they're going to have to have a tri-square radio within range of your tri-square radio to hear your conversation. And the odds of that happening are kind of slim. Who knew Al Gore had rhythm? Algorithm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 okay. Um. So, with all these channels, I mean, that's definitely a pro for these radios. And in short, let's just go over the pros and cons of, of this technology then. All right, let's uh, comparing them to conventional radios. Uh, the pros, um, obviously, no license requirement, no age restrictions, uh, can be used by consumers and businesses. Um, more channels, greater privacy. And um, advanced features, features like you'd typically see on some cell phones. And range is greater in some scenarios and equal in in others. And the cons, they're low-powered devices. These radios are limited by the FCC to one watt of power. Um, They cannot be used with a repeater. So if you ever find yourself needing to extend your range dramatically, conventional radios, you have the option of adding a repeater. With these, you do not. Better get on top of a really high building. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The radios are better suited for indoor uh, use than outdoor use. Uh, The the tall building, is uh, the range is going to be better, but over land, you don't expect to see as much range as you would get from a conventional radio. Um potential for interference from other devices although we haven't seen that it it does exist i suppose there's no fcc regulatory protection if you do receive any interference Um, limited to specific frequencies 
Uh, which really doesn't, we've got the billions of channels that pretty much offsets that. Right, yeah. If you're just trying to, to communicate with someone else with a, a similar radio, you don't really care about the frequencies anyway. Yeah. Um, brands may use proprietary technologies for communications that may not or may not be compatible with other brands. That is something to consider. If you purchase a Motorola DTR radio, then plan on only purchasing Motorola DTR radios in the future. You're um, most likely not going to find a competitive brand that's going to be compatible. You're kind of locked in once you go with a certain type of technology here. In short, really, if you balance the pros out with the cons, it's about it's about even. It, it's pretty much your decision. Uh, depends on really what you need the radio to do. Absolutely, and, the, uh, these are the right choice for certain scenarios. These are, um, you know, they're they're not the right radio for every scenario, but um, there are scenarios where you this is the perfect radio. The right tool for the for the right job. <laughs> right. And I think Anthony telling, is telling us it's time to, uh, to take a break for a second. And uh, when we come back, we'll review the TriSquare TSX300 2VP EXRS two-way radio. What do we think of it? Well, we'll find out next on the two-way radio show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a 900 MHz EXRS radio from TriSquare, the TSX300 2VP. It's a great little uh, value pack here to consist of your, your two radios, desktop charger, rechargeable batteries. It does come with the headsets and belt clips, but it uses that 900 MHz technology. Um, good crystal clear sound. It's, it's, it's perfect for use around the house some smaller businesses things like that it does have the text messaging capabilities does have the private call capabilities Uh, you can add your own little phone book in there and and directly call rick or danny or myself or whoever or you can broadcast over to where everybody can hear i like that includes the headset if you get the uh the value pack you don't see a lot of radio packs that include the headsets and uh sort of get everything that's available in one pack yeah and it's and it does come with those rechargeable batteries but it does also take it step further like some of the other manufacturers where if you get in a pinch throw a couple uh 
regular alkaline batteries in it. Uh, I think they're double A's on this one. Yeah, double A batteries. Three double A's. Three double A's, yeah. And um, got your extra batteries you'll never be without. Um, that has the NOAA weather channels on this, too. It does. Which is interesting. I didn't realize that. It does do the wireless or over-the-air cloning. Um, That's impressive that a radio at this price will do over-the-air cloning. That's right. There's a lot of high-end business radios that that don't support that. That's right. Full line of accessories for them. Like I said, it does come with the the two headsets and the kit. TriSquare uses the same connector as the Motorola Talk About, single-pin connector. So you do have a, a wider range of uh, accessories yeah, even, that are available. Even though TriSquare themselves may only make a couple of headset options, you've got anything that's made for a Motorola Talk About radio you can use, and there are hundreds of choices. We've got a lot of people that do that. Uh, the headsets that come with them are, are are decent, but we've got a lot of folks that will uh, step it up to a an XLT surveillance earpiece or a throat mic or a motorcycle kit. You know, all kinds of you know, as long as it's got that single pin Motorola connector, it's, it'll it'll work. And it's not a very heavy radio either, is it? It's not too bad. Um, it's uh, it's got a shorter antenna on it than kind of a stubby uh, there. Yeah, it's kind of a stubby, but it's uh, it's uh, comparable. Super stubby. I think it's about an inch long. The Ooh, antenna. On super radio. stubby. Yeah, it's uh, it's got a kind of a keypad on the front uh, for your text messaging capabilities and and for entering your contacts. channel number up yeah. to a billion. Exactly. A lot of numbers, <laughs> but uh, seventy nine ninety nine free ground shipping on there. Um, we sell quite a few of them. There, uh, some folks get scared of the whole licensing thing, and they don't want to even touch it. It's just you know, Big Brother. Uh, but yeah, this is know, a good radio for that. Good, yeah. good radio for that. Uh, no license required, um, and very simple to use. And it has now this one. Uh, has 10 billion that's with a b 10 billion channels which i mean you think about it it's kind of mind-boggling to have that many channels available to you now there are other models here the tsx uh, 100 i believe has a thousand channels and uh and then this one has 10 billion i think uh, you know that by itself is pretty cool pretty cool yeah. Now it's also designed uh, for an easy grip. It looks like too. This radio. Yeah, it does. It's kind of got a um, kind of a rubber surround to it. Uh, fits nicely in the hand, and it makes it very uh, grippable. Yeah, grippable, comfortable to hold, that sort of thing. So you need to throw it at somebody. You can get a good <laughs> get it out there really good. Um, yeah. So they they made it uh, somewhat ergonomically. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Comfortable. It looks like uh, it looks like maybe an older cell phone. You know, the day before the flip phones, uh, that type of, of look to it, or a shrunken down cordless phone. Maybe it's uh, very light, very uh, compact, and it has a 100 radio contacts list. You can store 100 contacts in that. Which is I don't know that many people. <laughs> Well, um, so uh, you'd, would you call it a, a pretty decent little radio? I'd call it a cool little radio. Cool little radio. Well, it's it's pretty, Like I said, it's pretty popular, catchy name, uh, and, and the technology that's in there. So you're getting a lot for 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. You're, you're definitely getting a lot of features for 80 bucks. And if you don't want to worry about the license, you know, that's yeah, the way to there go. There you go. 
there you go. Okay, and that's the uh, Tri-Square TSX 302VP. We have some uh, questions from our uh, blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. All right, this one's from Jabor, and he says, uh, In order to get to a remote cabin in British Columbia, we are forced to travel 40 miles or more on narrow gravel logging roads with many blind curves. The logging trucks ask that you announce your mile marker and direction of travel over the frequency 159.510 MHz so that you or they can pull over in a few areas provided so that they can easily pass by safely. What could I buy that would allow me to travel these roads safely and communicate with the business radios these logging trucks utilize up there? Um, sounds like he just needs a uh, business VHF radio. Um, he mentioned 40 miles. If um, he's looking to communicate over that entire 40-mile span, that's going to be tough. And a handheld VHF radio is probably not going to do it. You may get a couple of miles on either side of the vehicle while you're traveling down the roads with a, a typical handheld radio, but he may need a mobile radio with an antenna to get more range. Well, he's saying he's traveling on narrow gravel logging roads with many blind curves, and, and to me that sounds like there are probably a lot of obstructions and the way that he's, you know, where the road's moving around them. Yeah, a, a mobile VHF radio is probably going to be uh, the best option and give him more range. You probably want to know as far ahead of time as possible if, if you're going to run into trouble. Okay. Any thoughts I agree. on that? Yeah. yeah. You agree on that? Okay. Well, we've got another question from uh, Camp, and he says, We have about a 110,000-square-foot warehouse that we are trying to find effective two-way radios for. We are a manufacturer and have grown to a point that we need regular communication with several people out of the shop floor. Anyone have any recommendations for good, reliable options? Prefer no license needed types. Thanks. That's from Camp. Well, I'd go with the, uh, if it's pretty open, I'd go with the, the DTR series. We have a big warehouse, big name company in the area here that buys the DTRs from us. They're... Their warehouse is a million square feet. Um, it's cut in half, though. It's you know about five hundred thousand square feet, and there's some offices and things like that. And the DTR, they bought the DTR four tens. That's what was out at the time. Worked perfect. Or fine all over. Oh, fine all over. And no license required. And no so. license required. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay a little bit more for them. You know the the DTRs are a little bit more expensive than going with like a. A Vertex or ICOM UHF handheld, but those do require a license. So you kind of have to weigh your option there. Um, But the DTRs, I think, are the best choice for them. And we were just talking about the DTRs in our our discussion on on the 900 megahertz radios. This would be a good uh, application for them in in a business environment. And, you know, in in Motorola at uh, BuyTwoWayRadios.com, we're offering a rebate trade-in offer on the DTR-410s and the DTR-550s. That's right. That runs through September 30th. Mm -hmm. Um, $200 rebate on every eight radios you purchase. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you could do a trade-in, I believe, a one-to-one trade-in. Uh, if you do a trade-in, then you're going to get $400 for every eight radios. It's a good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Can't beat that. So if you need some uh, digital radios... Um, that can get you $50 off per radio uh, up to, and that gets the price down to the area of uh, some of those other radios that yeah. Anthony mentioned. And that can save you some real money. 
especially if you're buying, you know, uh, a number of them for, for a warehouse. Right. Okay. Well, uh, we have one more. This is from uh, DFib. He says, uh, I have an ICOM F3S in the programming unit. The software I have is DOS-based. My laptop doesn't have a serial port, and I've had to buy a USB to serial converter. This is detected in the device manager. However, when I try to program the unit, it displays an RS-232C error. Uh, he says, I've used it before on a different or now dead laptop, and there was some trick that had to be done, but I can't recall what I need to do. It's uh, When he launches the app, uh, the application, if it's a DOS application, you need to create a shortcut and go into properties and tell it to run in a specific mode, like a DOS mode. I'm not. And he didn't specify what his laptop is running. I would assume it's a Windows-based laptop, but we can't be sure about that. But you know, on Windows XP or or Windows Vista or Windows Seven, you can go in there, put it in a DOS emulation mode That's to try right. to get some of that work. Now, here's part of the problem: is that he says that the software is DOS-based. Um, Chances are his his laptop is Windows based. He's using another operating system. the The thing is, he was originally using a serial um, right. cable. Right, the, the serial to is, USB converter may right. be the issue with DOS mode. That exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of because USB uh, is not inherently supported in DOS. So, at least as far as I know, there are no inherent DOS drivers for USB support. In fact. USB support didn't really come along until uh, Windows 98, and uh, and I believe it was Windows 98 um, Second Edition that you really had full full USB support. So um, in this case, I think he's probably going to he's either going to have to probably find a, a laptop with a, a serial port or some kind of a serial port emulator or something, something. else he may want to try if there's no ser- serial port. You can buy a board that will add, I don't know, if he's familiar yeah. with adding components to PCs, it's pretty simple to, to buy like a PCI card exactly. that has a, a couple of serial ports, and you can probably find that for 20 to $30. And um, yeah, If he has an open PCMCIA slot, and actually, uh, you know, I know there's some laptops there that aren't even using PCMCIA anymore. Oh, right, I understand, right. but uh, but if he's got one that has one, he can he can get one of those cards and, and plug it in. I think he has a couple of options, but he's probably going to have to. The 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 thing it's hard here, for us to speculate on this one. It it is because he really hasn't given us enough information about his laptop, and I think that's really going to be part of the key here is what what's running on his laptop, uh, and what his laptop supports. So. Um, yeah, he says it detects it in device manager, and, and it's going to. I mean, well, the USB to serial uh, converter is going to be detected in the device manager, but if he's using the DOS-based software, I think that's where the issue is. And, and once again, he might be able to uh, go in there and use a DOS emulator to kind of try to get it to work or put it into DOS compatibility mode of some sort to get it to work. Um, I mean, technically, the newer versions of Windows don't support DOS at all anyway. Right. So, um, you know, maybe he's going to have to get some uh, Windows software, uh, uh, some programming software that's That's Windows-based. That's probably not going to happen because he's using an older radio. He's probably limited to the software that was made for it. A lot of these radio manufacturers are not going to update their software for 15-year-old radios. Yeah. It may be time to, to upgrade his radio. 
Yep. There you go. That was and I think what that's I was going to chime in with. with. And uh, if he chooses to upgrade his radio, we'll program it for free for him for the life of the radio. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so maybe that's maybe that's your best option is maybe it's time for an upgrade. Okay. Well, I think that's all of our uh, our comments and questions for this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the two-way radio show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com. Hear it on iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, Blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Uh, and you can listen to us on your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and WebOS phones. Today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.